what's up, Crypt Nation? Bryce Paul and the Notorious Pizza Mind coming at you per usual from the sunny and 70 San Diego. All right, so if you haven't heard yet, Pete's and I just finished writing a 290-page book called Crypto Revolution, Your Guide to the Future of Money. And we did this so that anyone anywhere in the world can learn about really how cryptocurrency and blockchain technology are putting the power back in the hands of the people. And really, we wrote this to equip the masses with the tools to profit from this revolution. So whether you invest in crypto or something else, the point is that you need to escape inflation, which is a hidden tax on your savings by investing in your future. And we think that crypto is really the hottest market, which has the most upside potential. And we are so confident that Crypto Revolution is the perfect starting point, whether you're the crypto curious or the seasoned investor just looking to learn about the world's newest asset class. All right. The best part is we're giving it away literally for free. Okay? For free. All we ask is you pay for shipping uh, just to help offset the cost of the book. We're literally making zero dollars on this and are just doing it to give back to our amazing community of listeners. All right. So go to CryptoRevolution.com today and get your free copy. All right, all you good, wonderful citizens of Crypt Nation, it is your hosts, Bryce Paul and the notorious Pizza Mind. Pizza Mind, what's going on, buddy? I'm really excited for this episode, even more so than usual, because we have with us today Alex Wang, the CEO and co-founder of Ember Fund. Ember Fund is a project that I've been keeping my eye on for a while, it was something that, uh, in fact, that I was thinking about trying to build myself someday because it solves a problem of wealth inequality. It gives everyone the chance to participate in these complicated investment vehicles in a very simple, easy way that even grandma could figure out. So when I stumbled upon Ember Fund, I said, oh my God, someone's already put years of work into this. This is incredible. I need to find out what they're doing, how they're doing it, and help them in any way I can. So while I was trying to debate, you know, how am I going to get a hold of this guy? Suddenly I get a message on Telegram and it's from Alex Wang. And I was like, holy crap. And then Alex says, hey, I'm a big fan of Crypto 101. I actually listened to your podcast and your friend Daryl just happened to meet me in Mexico and recommended that I talk to you. And uh, fate has brought us together today. So Alex, I'm going to shut up. Welcome to Crypto 101. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Um, been listening since 2018. So um, really, really uh, excited to, to not be a listener, but be a, a interviewee today. It's pretty, pretty cool. And um, amazing. Yeah. Meeting Daryl was awesome. It was just completely random, sat next to him um, at the Satoshi Roundtable and um, just started talking to him and we, we vibed and then got into the conversation about crypto 101 and yeah, it's, it's, it's such a small world. It really is. Well, I mean, we actually uh, haven't really had much discussion about the Satoshi Roundtable on the podcast yet. So give us your high level takeaway before we even dive into Ember Fund. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Satoshi Roundtable is a group of 150, 200 um, CEOs, executives and, and investors that um, meet every year and um, essentially, you know, talk about what's going on in the industry. We kind of have a couple of breakouts and there's just some of the brightest people there um, in crypto. And it's just a place to share ideas, do deals. Um, I can't say too much about who attended and, and what whatnot, but um, I can say that it was 
the probably coolest event that I, I personally went to all year. And it's my second time going and it's a lot of fun. It's, it's definitely um, a great, a great experience. Sounds brilliant. All right. Well, let's dive into Ember Fund. So give us the high level on not only what Ember Fund is, but what is the mission? Why the heck did you create this out of all the companies that you could have created? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Ember Fund effectively is a, is a mobile app that allows anyone from around the world um, to invest like a crypto hedge fund. And our mission is really to take all these investment vehicles that sophisticated investors use, whether it's hedge funds, quants, institutional investors, and make it available to the world. And we think that crypto is kind of the best rails to, to deliver that. And this came out of a personal pain point of mine. Um, when I got in, into crypto in the early days, um, I just, I didn't know what to buy, right? I was really fascinated with this tech. I wanted to get exposure, uh, but there's 2000 coins out there, 90% of which, you know, in my personal opinion are not legitimate. And so um, there's a big gap in terms of understanding and following and knowing what to, what to buy. And so I was personally really passionate about this problem and, and, and wanted to solve it. Um, not only, you know, kind of to build a product that I wanted, but also like the higher mission of, of democratizing access to these uh, financial instruments just was a really, really um, exciting thing to me. Um, to think about the fact that, you know, someone in a third world country um, that doesn't even have a bank account can invest like a, you know, a hedge fund. Um, that's, that's something that just really, really uh, made me obsessed with, with this idea. All right. Very, very cool. Um, so Alex, tell us a little bit about your background and, um, you know, what makes you qualified to, to take on this kind of mission here? Sure. Um, so Previously, I had built a company um, in the uh, consumer product space and then also worked at an artificial intelligence company as a product manager. Um, and so I have a good amount of experience um, kind of understanding what people uh, want and, and building experiences that are, that are easy and, and frictionless to use. And I think that's kind of core to our product today is we, we want to simplify the process of, of investing in crypto. And that's kind of carried on um, from my previous company. And then also uh, being a product manager, working with just a bunch of different teams in terms of engineering, design. You're kind of like the CEO of your own uh, product in, in some sense. And so that kind of led me to Ember Fund. And so I've had a lot of different experiences and, and I think doing a, a startup like uh, Ember Fund requires you to kind of tap into a lot of that, whether it's, you know, understanding of design, you know, finance, engineering, and kind of melding that together is, is kind of my experience and, and what brought me here. That's awesome. You know, there are many uh, other apps in the easy investing space like Robinhood or Clink or Acorn why should people use Ember Fund instead? Yeah, that's that's a good question. And so, so for us, we actually, as far as I know, are the is the only mobile app out there that's non-custodial that provides asset management for crypto. There simply just is no, is no other app out there that does what we do uh, right now. 
And so when you compare us to like a Robinhood or a Coinbase, first of all, they're custodial solutions. And number two, we think there's a really, really important layer on top of just buying coins is, is really the asset management layer, is helping people know kind of what to buy and then educating them on what it is they're buying and why. So that's kind of what differentiates us. Well said. And f- in case anyone listening is not really sure what non-custodial means and why it's important, what that essentially means is when you put money into something like Robinhood or Clink or Acorn or whatever, Coinbase, it's not your money anymore. You no longer have the private keys to it. They now control your funds. If they want to exit scam, they run away with everything. But with Ember Fund, you're still in charge of your funds and you can pull it out anytime you want whether they give you permission or not, you don't need to ask their permission. You just simply take it back if you don't want it in there anymore. And that's such a huge, important distinction. And that's one of the big reasons why I liked Ember Fund, because they have that model of allowing you to keep your own financial sovereignty, which is what crypto is really all about. As we say all the time over here, not your keys, not your crypto. Now, exactly. the worst part about investing for many people is that there's a chance they will look like a fool if they lose all their money or even worse, get scammed. So how do you ensure that people's funds are safe? So there's a couple pieces to that. Number one is, as you mentioned, we're we're non-custodial. And so we actually don't hold on to any of the private keys. So in the unlikely scenario, our databases were compromised by a hacker. There's really nothing to steal. Um, So in some ways, you don't even have to trust us. Um, and when you compare it to custodial solutions like the Binance or the Mt. Goxes of, of the world where they're centralizing and kind of pooling assets together, that is a target for hackers. And we've seen some of the biggest exchanges in the world get hacked, right? We saw Binance get hacked for $47 million last year. And the way we're kind of architect and believe that crypto should be set up is in a way where, um, you know, we have tens of thousands of users that... Um, hold on to their own assets. And so for a hacker, that's a a much less uh, desirable target to go after versus, you know, a a billion dollar pooled uh, wallet, right? So that's, that's one piece of it. The other piece kind of to speak on, on the scam part of it is that, you know, as I mentioned earlier, there's a couple thousand coins out there, 90% of which I think are, you know, either, intentionally or not intentionally, just not legitimate. And so the co- what's core to our business is to, you know, partner with hedge funds and top tier uh, fund managers and quants that really have a track record and reputation for asset management, right? And so when you think about the roster of people on our team, um, you know, we have the top writer on Quora that generates, you know, millions of uh, views on, on his answers. And he's just a really big, well-respected authority on, on crypto and Bitcoin. Um, he's one of our fund managers. And then we have the most uh, viewed and subscribed YouTube Bitcoin authority, uh, Datadash, as another one. And then we also partnered with a hedge fund, as well as a couple other venture-backed protocols. So the people that we align with have reputations, have experience, and have a track record of, you know, being in the crypto space and kind of knowing what they're talking about. Awesome. So, so uh, Ember Fund is known as what's called a weighted fund. 
could you explain what a weighted, like, you know, a weight for those who are, who are listening, it's not a weight time, but more like a weight, uh, that you pick up at the gym, for instance. So what's a weighted yeah. fund? Yeah, absolutely. So we have various, you know, portfolios and it kind of just depends on your risk appetite, right? So we have one that just trades between Bitcoin and a stable coin. We have uh, indexes, we have a lending product that we're, we're launching. So the weighted fund is an index that essentially takes um, the market cap of the coin um, and uses that as kind of a barometer to say how much of the portfolio should be allocated um, to that specific coin. So for example, if you have you know, Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Litecoin in, in a fund, uh, when you weight it based on the market cap, you would give Bitcoin whatever it may be, 60% allocation, because if you take the market cap um, of Bitcoin and add it to the others, it'll take about 60%. And so that's essentially what uh, weighted means. And that's something that's been taken from kind of the equities world and brought over to the crypto world. eToro is one of the largest trading platforms in the world with over $1 trillion in trading volume on the platform every year. And they're some of our good friends and they're a great sponsor. U.S. customers can trade the most popular crypto assets and your fees are extremely transparent. So if you're not ready to trade yet, uh, you could also practice building your portfolio with the eToro virtual trading feature. They give you $100,000 of virtual money, and you could start playing around with it and not have to risk any of your real money before you get comfortable with the markets. And best of all, you can connect with 12 million other eToro traders around the world, kind of like a social network for trading, to discuss charts and all things crypto. So go ahead, create an account today at etoro.com slash crypto 101. That helps us, that helps you, that helps them and makes everything possible here if you guys use that link. So guys, start building your portfolio the smart way. Etoro is crypto trading made easy. All right, back to the show. So tell us a little bit about um, some of the marketing plans that you guys have for Ember Fund and how you really plan on introducing it to make it more appealing uh, to gain more mass adoption uh, and really set yourself apart from the Robin Hoods of the world and, and other platforms? Yeah, so we are super laser focused on the consumer experience. As, as I mentioned before, that's my background. And so we are fanatical about thinking through how to make this easier for people, right? And, you know, we spent a lot of time thinking through how do we shorten the steps? from someone actually downloading the app to all the way and, and making an investment that's kind of fit for their risk appetite. So we're focusing a ton of that uh, on that as well as um, the customer kind of experience in that <clears throat> our team, we, every single one of us, myself included, talks to customers on a day-to-day -day basis. There's... We think that's so important to just be connected to the to the user and and really really take care of them. And I'm going to continue doing it as as long as we possibly can. Um, of course, when we're at you know a million users, it might be hard to to you know talk to every single or talk to users every single day. But you can see in our Apple Store uh, reviews, not to pat ourselves on the back too much, 
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. But, you know, we have a 4.8 uh, star review. Um, we have, you know, well over 15,000 downloads. Um, and people are just really ecstatic about the product. And so I think those are the two biggest pieces. Um, I can go in, on and talk about marketing in terms of uh, growth, like paid acquisition and all that stuff, which we're doing. But I think it really starts with building an amazing customer user experience and, and customer experience. Yeah, 100%. Now, there's a lot of other copy trader platforms out there. They're mostly junk, to be honest. Unproven managers that don't pay close attention. How do you vet which funds and strategies make it into your app so your users can be sure that they're in the right place? Yeah, that's a that's a great question. Yeah, like you mentioned, there's a ton of copy trader programs uh, or products out there. And I think what they're doing is is cool in their own right we have made a very deliberate choice on our end to never be a copy trading platform. And for us, it's really, really important to curate all the, the managers um, on our platform and really get the best of the best. And as I mentioned before, that's why you see us kind of aligning with some of the best in the industry, right? The top guy on, on Quora, uh, the top Bitcoin authority on YouTube, and then hedge funds, and then also a couple of protocols, venture back protocols. So it, it, for us, we take a lot of time. I do this personally myself to kind of reach out to these partners and fund managers. And, and I spend a lot of time understanding who they are, what their performance uh, has been and, um, you know, kind of their experience. And so I think it's very important to make that distinction that we are not a copy trading, trading platform and we never intend to be. Awesome. That that makes a lot of sense. I'm kind of curious about, you know, some of the perhaps legal complications that you guys have, you know, succeeded uh, in taking on just by having this, you know, global suit, like decentralized hedge fund. Like, was it difficult to do? Was it kind of like, was there already a pathway that you guys took? What'd that look like? Yeah. So um, that's another great question. So on the regulatory side of things, you know, when we started this a couple of years ago, we, you know, obviously didn't know anything about it. And so we talked to a ton of uh, attorneys about how um, we need to, to build this. And pretty much everyone, I think, that tries to start this type of business runs into the hurdle of, you know, all the licensing required when you're actually custodying people's assets, right? So there's like, you know, I'm not going to get into it, but like money transmission licensing. And then um, when you pool assets, it's a whole nother, whole another set of compliance and regulatory hurdles that you need to uh, get over. And funny enough, you know, I'm not going to go into the story, but essentially we were, my friend was at kind of a, you know, randomly got invited to a party and was not planning to go. Everyone was tired, ended up going and then talking to some random person about crypto. And then we were introduced to Paul, who's the CEO of Edge. Started talking to, to Edge and then realized 
um, that we can work with them and partner with them to build this out in a non-custodial way. And so I guess for us, we're just super lucky that we decided to go to that party um, and get introduced to, uh, to Paul um, because that is one of the key pieces for us to get around all the um, regulatory hurdles of money transmission and, and all that, all that good stuff. Um, and no one's really been able to figure that out yet. So yeah, that's definitely the, I'd say the biggest piece. Yeah. He's referring to Paul Puey, who's uh, been on our show. He's the CEO of edge wallet. He was part of the crypto 2020 summit, really, really solid dude. So Alex sounds like you're surrounded by a lot of great people. Um, so that's pretty awesome, but I wanted to uh, rewind things just a little bit. And sure. kind of ask you sort of a unique question we don't really have a chance to ask very often. Uh, you mentioned earlier that you have a background in artificial intelligence. How does crypto, blockchain, and AI actually work together today? Yeah. Um, so to be completely upfront here, I, I think someone out there is going to be mad at me for saying this, but I'm going to say it anyways. I have not yet seen a super compelling case where blockchain and AI has been uh, blended and, and a, a good product or a compelling product that's kind of at scale um, is being used. And that's just a personal opinion. A lot of people are going to disagree with me on that. With that said, I think there are a lot of potential synergies and it's only a matter of time before we see a, a, a cool application. Um, so I'll give you kind of a specific example where I think it's really exciting. And I, I bet someone out there is already working on this, but with AI specifically, like when you're looking at computer vision, uh, you need a lot of data. Well, I guess this applies to, to all AI, but you need a lot of data. So let's just say at, at previously at, at the company I was working on, this, this was actually a hackathon project that I created. But, you know, if you need data annotated, let's say specific images where you need to identify that there's a, there's a basketball or a a car, whatever it is that you're training for, there is now an opportunity to tap into the third of the world that does not have a bank account and get them participating in this kind of annotation economy. So you can pay this person in this third world country using crypto and have a direct line of kind of way to compensate them without going through legacy banking, which I mean, in that case, you can't even go through, right? And it, it creates um, a lot of opportunity to build really compelling products on the AI side, as well as compensate and take care of people in third world countries and kind of lift them out of the situation or economic situation they're in. So I think that is one of the examples where I would love to see someone build something and, and succeed at that because it's kind of a, um, a really cool uh, application that makes sense. It has a ton of utility. Solid. Yeah, I've got another little off-color question that is not necessarily directly tied to crypto, but more as, as you as a leader. Uh, but I want to know, you know, one thing or, or two little lessons that you've learned along the way in your life that has made you the leader, the founder, the CEO that you are today. Yeah, so I'm, I've been very fortunate in that I've had the pleasure of working with a lot of different types of people and very talented people. And I've also, I've traveled a lot in, in my lifetime and I, I'm extremely uh, grateful for that opportunity. And I think 
that's kind of shaped me into someone that's really um, empathetic. And I think that that's the key to all of this is that it's not really the product. It's not really, I mean, it's almost a cliche, but it's really your founding team that's going to make it or like make it or break it, right? Who you choose, who you partner with. And part of the key ingredient to that, and this is the second business I've started and kind of had experience in this. The key ingredient to that is, is having empathy, right? And kind of balancing that with knowing when to, to kind of put your foot down. So my leadership style is, is to always give the people kind of the benefit of the doubt, empathize, really understand where they're coming from. And I think that's why we, we were able to kind of hire and retain this amazing team, right? Um, if you look at our roster on our, you know, on our website, we have some really, really talented people um, and we all really enjoy working together. And so I think that's, that's really the key. And that's kind of been my leadership style. Wonderful. La- la- lastly, uh, before we get into some closing questions, um, in regards to Ember Fund, who can use Ember Fund, right? Is it for accredited investors only? Can it be retail? Uh, do we have jurisdictions that might be blacklisted? Is there a minimum buy-in? These are the things that uh, we'd like to know. Yeah. Um, so we want to make this as accessible to in the world as possible. So we try to keep the minimums low. Um, so it's around $100 to buy into a portfolio. And this is, we would want it, if it were up to us, we'd have it like a dollar, right? We want this as inclusive as possible, but there's obviously limitations when you're doing everything on chain. Um, there's mining fees, there's exchange minimums, all this stuff. And so that's, you know, we're, we're continually trying to make that lower, but it's a hundred dollars right now. And in terms of what countries, um, we're available worldwide, uh, except for OFAC sanctioned countries, like for example, North Korea, um, we're, you know, legally Iran. Of, Iran yeah, we're, we're legally not, um, allowed to do business with, with those countries. So th- those countries are, are blacklisted. Makes perfect sense. All right, cool. Well, we're going to get into some closing questions. These are questions we like to ask every person that comes on the show to provide cool. a little bit of color, uh, into who you are and, and what makes you tick. Um, so I want to know, you know, one person in the crypto space that you really are impressed by, somebody that has, you know, made you a better person. I'm sure your other guests have <laughs> said this. Vitalik. Um, but I have, no, no, no. Actually, uh, <laughs> Andreas Antonopoulos. Oh, okay. He's a name we've gotten a couple times, but not nearly as much as Vitalik. <laughs> okay. Uh, Andreas and Andreas, because he is just so authentic in his approach to crypto, I'd see so many people kind of shilling their own coins and, you know, I I just really love his approach. I think he's authentic. I think he's, he's really cares about the political and the economic implications of this technology. And, and he's also just super well-spoken, not like in a fancy way, but he's able to like really articulate things in a way that's easy for anyone to understand. And I think we just, we need more people like that, right? Like we, we need people that are selfless, um, intelligent, and well-spoken enough to communicate to the world how important this is. Yeah, 100% right. We're big fans of Andreas over here as well. Uh, if What company besides Ember Fund 
do you think is going to have the greatest impact on the crypto space going forward from here? I feel like this is also going to be a, a company that other other people uh, have brought up, but um, I would say Coinbase. And the reason why I'd say Coinbase is that, you know, we we have them as an on ramp actually, um, and they've they've uh, a lot of Coinbase users will get into crypto, buy Bitcoin, and then deposit into our app. Uh, so we have an integration with them, and so see kind of firsthand, you know. For them, number one, they're they're probably one of the biggest, if not the biggest, retail crypto companies. So they have all the eyeballs of people that are going to dictate whether or not this is going to be successful, right? And so they have a lot of, I think, control and power and will kind of dictate based on their actions, how retail investors get in and kind of how the they will understand crypto because they are usually the first touch point for someone to get into crypto. And so how they communicate, how they um, on onboard these people will really dictate whether or not we're successful kind of as an industry, because we need the world to, again, understand how important this is. And, and they're one of the, the gateways to that. Brilliant. Makes makes a ton of sense. Couldn't agree more. And, and lastly, if this was the very first podcast that somebody was listening to that was, you know, regarding cryptocurrency, what would you want to tell them? Um, I would say, are, are most of your listeners in the US or? Yeah, yeah, most of them would be. Okay. I would say, I think, you know, I was talking to someone last night about this and kind of giving my spiel on, on the democratization of, of money and, and uh, financial products. And um, they just didn't really get it because they have been born and raised in the U S and kind of view the world in a, in a kind of a very U S centric uh, manner. And I think crypto is so much more than that. And I think it really takes someone to, Again, going back to the whole empathy thing, understand what someone is going through uh, in a third world country without a banking uh, infrastructure or with a government that continually, you know, inflates currency to really understand the power of uh, kind of what we're doing here. So what I would say is, if this is your first foray into crypto, first of all, become financially invested, put a hundred bucks in whatever platform and buy some Bitcoin. And then go and kind of research, not necessarily how it benefits us today in the U.S., but kind of how it benefits the world. Um, I think that's really important because a lot of 90, I say 90 percent of people getting into this in the next bull run, which hopefully, fingers crossed, will be in this next six months, is going to come in for speculation and, and to make money. But it's so much more to that. And you'd be kind of doing yourself a disservice if you, you missed that part of crypto. And so I'd encourage you to research and really understand what does it mean uh, kind of for the world and not just for the US or for, for making, you know, making some money for your Lambo. <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you so much, Mr. Alex Wang, CEO and co-founder of Ember Fund. Uh, we hope that you can uh, join us again sometime here in the near future. And if uh, awesome. the citizens of Crypt Nation want to reach out to you and ask any questions, what's the best place to get a hold of you? You can actually um, just email us at team at emberfund.io. 
and that will actually email the founding team. If you have any questions, um, one of four of us will probably jump on and answer you within a couple hours. Fantastic. Alex, thank you so much. We look forward to seeing what uh, Ember Fund has coming up their sleeves next. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for having me. This was fun. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.